You are listening to a sermon from Mission Point St. John. We hope this message encourages a deeper connection between you and Jesus, our Savior. Amen. This morning we kicked off our vision for 2022 and the vision theme is ignite and we took that theme as you see on the wall from first timothy chapter 1 and verse 6 where it says stir up the gift stir up the gift and we focused on on three uh, types of things that are stirred up the holy ghost faith and the miraculous and tonight i want to focus on the Holy Ghost, the gift of the Holy Ghost, and stirring up the gift of the Holy Ghost because there's something powerful about His Spirit. There's something powerful about His Spirit. Amen. Jeremiah 31 and verse 31 talks about and shares with us. He says, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, 32, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, uh, which my covenant they break, although was an husband unto them, saith the Lord. Verse 33, but this shall be the covenant. This shall be the covenant. I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts uh, and write it in their hearts uh, and will beat their God and they shall be my people. Speaking prophetically of the outpouring and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Ezekiel 36 tells us that it begins uh, in the heart. A new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. The Holy Ghost has a power and a miracle working power that happens in your life. That's why Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature all things are passed away and behold all things become new this is not some new thing that was come up with that was already prophesied folks in Joel chapter 2 he said I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your old men shall dream dreams your young men shall see visions and also upon the servants and the handmaidens in those days will I pour out my spirit that's why Peter uh, quoted those very verses uh, in Acts chapter 2 uh, on the day of Pentecost because he was uh, in the actual fulfilling uh, of what had been prophesied by the prophet Joel this is not a new thing this is a powerful demonstration of the presence of God in a person's life. John put it this way, I indeed baptize you with water under repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. 
It's not just for a few. It's not just for a, a certain status or a certain group of individuals. No, the promise is to you and your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. What happens when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you complete the adoption. For man to be reconciled to God, he said this, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And what happens is, the Bible makes it very clear that we become adopted into the family of God. The new birth experience completes that adoption makes us sons and daughters of God. See, a born-again experience is not an issue of being saved. It's just uh, the arrival into the family of God. Life is just getting started. When you're born again, you are born into the family of God. That's why Jesus made it clear to Nicodemus that he had to be born of water and spirit. Peter made it clear on the day of Pentecost that they needed to repent and be baptized. And they would be filled with the, with the evidence of, of a speaking in another tongue. A stammering lip in another tongue, Isaiah says. And that would be to anybody who desired to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Listen, I'm so thankful that I have been adopted into the family of God. I am glad tonight to be a son of God, a daughter and children of God. There's something powerful about when you were adopted into the family of God. It's not just, uh, well, this is going to happen for a weekend, uh, or this is going to be a month, uh, or this will be something that, that goes uh, uh, just with the new fad. No, no, no. When he adopted you, uh, hallelujah, he purchased you uh, with his own blood. Uh, hallelujah. He bought you. Uh, hallelujah. Not with silver and gold uh, or corruptible things, uh, but he bought you with the precious blood uh, of Jesus Christ. Uh, hallelujah. And he said, uh, I'm going to call them sons and daughters uh, of mine. Uh, he sealed you with his spirit. This is what the Holy Ghost does. The Bible says, makes it very clear. In Genesis 6 and 3, that it will not always strive with man. It won't. But there is the possibility tonight. Everyone in this room is able to call out upon God to have him ignite something in your spirit. Uh, why don't you show Donnie's video? I asked all the staff to do little videos. Omission point. 
our theme for this year 2022 is ignite the scripture says that he shall baptize us with the holy ghost and with fire i believe that god's gonna baptize us not only with the holy ghost but also with fire and he's gonna restore that fire he's gonna ignite our passion our dreams our ministries our worship amen and to this last days and he's gonna send out revival that is about to take place in our city so let's be part of it let's all ignite and be baptized with fire amen amen john 6 and 63 says that the spirit quickeneth the idea behind you being ignited there's something about the power of the holy ghost it will quicken you you won't feel like uh, that you have nothing to go on or nothing to survive by or trying to come up with a plan to just make it through. No, no, no. When the Holy Ghost is put in your life, it quickens you. Paul said in Ephesians 1 that after you believe uh, that he seals you with his spirit. Romans 5 and 5, that the love of God sheds abroad in your hearts. Uh, that happens by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Romans 8 and 16 says that the Holy Ghost uh, allows you to be witnesses. The Spirit beareth witness with our spirit. Paul writes in Galatians 4 and verse 6, it says that God has sent forth the spirit of his son, hallelujah, into your hearts crying, Abba, Father. The Holy Ghost intercedes for you. Acts 13 and 2. The Holy Ghost said, separate me, Barnabas and Saul. The Holy Ghost will call you to what God has in store for you. Acts 20 and 28 says, take heed unto yourselves and to the flock over which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers. It ordains your life, gives you purpose in life. Isaiah 48 and 16 tells us that the Spirit of God commissions us. Commissions us. Revelation 22 and 17, uh, it, it invites us. The Spirit says, come. Nobody is excluded from these incredible benefits of the power of the Spirit. Galatians 5 and 18, it says, if you're led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. You can be led by the Holy Ghost. John 14 and 16, it comforts you. It says he will give you another comforter. That comforter is the Holy Ghost. When no one else knows what to say, when no one else knows what to do, the power of the Spirit comes to the forefront and takes care of you. When no one else understands, when no one else can give you the right words, when no one else knows exactly what the doers say, the Holy Ghost. Do you ever find yourself not knowing what to say to someone's situation? You have no idea how to comfort them. Let me tell you, the Holy Ghost knows exactly what to do. It is our comforter. Isaiah 59 and 19 says, When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall raise up 
I standard against him. Hallelujah. The spirit overcomes the enemy. I'm not giving you anything but scripture tonight. Because the power of the spirit speaks for itself. Zechariah 4 and 6. Not by might nor by power. But by my spirit saith the Lord of hosts. The Holy Ghost who is resident needs to become president. The Holy Ghost who is dormant wants to be dominant. The Holy Ghost who is present needs to be preeminent. See, there's something about the Holy Ghost that gives you and I exactly what we need. What we need. Nobody is excluded. No one's not good enough. No one has to earn it, purchase it, or attain it. You can't do enough good to get it, and you will never be good enough to have it. It's a gift that he decided that everybody should have, and you and I are able to receive it. I'm thankful tonight for the power of the Holy Ghost. Uh huh. Isaiah 28 and 11. It speaks about this spirit and this powerful Holy Ghost. Isaiah 28 and 11. And it speaks about, and it uses, it uses uh, uh, Hebrew words in this verse. Uh, the Hebrew words is lag, which means to speak, but it cannot be understood. It speaks about an unknown tongue, a stammering lip, and an unknown tongue. And this whole idea is that you and I will never be able to figure it out. If you can try to learn it, it's not the Holy Ghost. If someone tries to teach it to you, run as, away as fast as you can. They don't have it. Zephaniah 3 and 9 says, I will turn to the people a pure language. A pure language. Folks, this language is not something learned by us as individuals. It is an infilling of God's presence into your life. See, the Tower of Babel, God confused the people's language in order to stop their progress. And 2,300 years later, God poured out his spirit and the recipients spoke with other tongues to regather people. At the Tower of Babel, there was one language. And they said, we're going to make a tower to heaven. We're going to make sure that we are never consumed with a flood again. The idea behind what they were going to do is they were going to make sure that the earth was never destroyed in such a way again. And the Bible said, you can read it. They weren't doing it for the right reason. But they had one mind to do what they were doing. And all of a sudden, God said, I can fix that. And he confused their language. And all of the ones that were there, all of a sudden, they can't understand each other. 
They have no understanding of what other people are saying. Impossible to work together. No one knows how to understand other individuals. And 2,300 years later, God said, I'm going to give a pure language. I'm going to give a language to bring people together. I'm going to give a heavenly language that all of a sudden when people are infilled with it, it will be by the same spirit. The same spirit. What is it? What is it that this Holy Ghost, and why is it that it's so powerful? Some people get a little nervous about it at times because they want to try to figure it out and try to understand what it is and how it is and how people receive it. And I had someone ask me one time if, if we don't allow people to leave the altar until they receive it. That was a minister that asked me that. I was shocked when I heard that statement. What do you mean we don't allow people to leave without it? The Holy Ghost is a gift. You have others that worry about what they are saying and would try to like to figure out what they're saying. If you can figure it out, it's probably not God. See, he poured out this spirit when people had hands laid upon them. You can read it in Acts chapter 8, verse 17. They laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. Samaritans received the Holy Ghost. Cornelius' house received the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 10, 44, while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. Verse 46, they heard them speak with other tongues. Play Brother Beckerton's video, if you would. Now it's 2022 and revival is going to happen this year in St. John. The Bible says that in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. St. John, there's going to be a greater outpouring of the Holy Ghost like never before. There's going to be miracles that take place, healings that take place. The Bible says that when Jesus baptizes you, he shall baptize you with Holy Ghost and with fire. And St. John, there's going to be a greater outpouring. And let's rekindle the fire within us. And let's set our city on fire for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Becker is full of the Holy Ghost. I'm seeing these for the first time. You know, I never saw these either before. That, that just sounds just like them. He's up there on top of some hill somewhere. Praying the Holy Ghost over our city. Hallelujah. Thank God for the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you, some get a little nervous about it. Because the Holy Ghost reveals in our life areas that need corrected. What the Holy Ghost will do is it will convict you. The Holy Ghost will bring you to a place where you realize your need of God because of conviction. Some people get a little nervous of getting themselves into the presence of God because of what it might reveal. Even to the point 
maybe of what they have to change. See, some want the power of the Holy Ghost, but not the changing that it brings. Some want the joy of the Holy Ghost, but not what it changes in our life. Some want the comfort of the Holy Ghost and the rest of the Holy Ghost, but not how it takes who we are and desires to bring us closer to Him. See, person, a person always seeks the way of ease. That's our flesh. That's the way of the least resistance. That's, that's why if it could be purchased, people would buy it. If it could be learned, people would take lessons. But when he spoke in John, he said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. That comforter comes from a Greek word, parakletos, which means to called to one side, to be one's aid. We have to remember that the Holy Ghost, yes, it will enlighten me. It will enlighten you. But the Holy Ghost will never condemn you. I'm going to say it again. The Holy Ghost will never condemn you. It will convict you because it is your aid. When something's ignited inside of you, it has never been that it's there to destroy you, but rather to empower you. The Holy Ghost has never been given to ruin people's lives, but rather to make people's lives full of purpose, full of His glory, full of anointing, full of authority, full of what He desires to do your life through your life. He will never, ever condemn you. The Bible is very clear about that. But it will bring you comfort and rest. It will guide you, as John 16 and 13 says. Man does not possess the ability to guide himself and make all the right choices. If that was the case, then there wouldn't have been any sin in the garden. Man didn't start out very good. They made a mistake when there was only two people that we know of. Billions of people live in the world today, and it would be foolish of us to think that we can guide our life in the world that we're living in without being led by the Spirit of God. But let me tell you, as Romans 8 and 14 says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The Spirit and the Word agree. And when the Spirit and the Word agree, something is ignited in you. Do not pass this off for someone else. This is for you. Oh, man, it got quiet all of a sudden.
We have a video from Marilee. Let's see what Marilee's got to say. That's for you. That's for you. A person who, who is able to give evidence of the power of the Holy Ghost in your life, empowered by His Spirit. Listen, there's no, there's no fear, there's no intimidation, there's no shyness that will overcome the boldness and the wisdom of the power of the Holy Ghost in your life. It brings you resurrection power. I heard a perfect amen. Did you hear it? Resurrection power. Even the children are getting resurrected. Ignited. <laughs> oh. Do you have Miranda's video? Ignite. 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 Are you ready to see the fire of the Holy Ghost ignite in our church? Mission Point youth are excited and ready. There's an old proverb that states that even the smallest spark can ignite a great fire. As the Holy Spirit moves in our youth, even the smallest spark of passion and desire in the presence of God will ignite a great fire in our church. Will you allow the same fire to ignite in you this year? Join our youth as they stir up the gift that is in them and awaken their soul to what God is wanting to do in His church. That's our young people. That's our young people. Something being ignited in them. Children, young people, adults. The power of the Holy Ghost works the exact same. There is nothing that will give you more life than the power of the Holy Ghost. There is nothing that you can embrace that will have a greater response in your life than being filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You say, Pastor, we've heard this all before. We've heard these, these, these lines before. We've heard uh, what, what the Holy Ghost does. Uh, we've heard it all before. It still works. It still works. In 2022, there is no new recipe. And there is no new message. The power of the Holy Ghost is what is needed in 2022. <laughs> it will help you in prayer. It becomes your lifeline in prayer. Have you ever found yourself not knowing what to pray? You don't have the words. You can't come up with the perfect scenario of what to say. Let me tell you, 
What you need is to pray in the Holy Ghost. Because a praying person quits sitting. And a sitting person quits praying. And when you start to pray in the Holy Ghost, you hold off the works of darkness. You push back the enemy of this world. You keep at bay everything that would try to destroy your life. The power of the Holy Ghost is your lifeline in prayer. Find yourself a place. Get a corner, a closet somewhere where you just pray in the spirit. You're not worried about time. You're not worried about people. You're just praying in an unknown tongue to a known God who knows exactly what you're saying. And let me tell you, there's something that happens in your spirit. A lifeline happens and circumstances change. Health scenarios change. Finances change. Family dynamics change your job situation changes there's a praying in the spirit that becomes your lifeline what does brother Robertson have to say about it in a letter to a young minister of the gospel named Timothy the Apostle Paul admonishes him to stir up the gift that is in him to ignite to fan the flames of the Holy Ghost if he were to accomplish anything in his God-given purpose, he could not without a stirring, neither can we. As the body of Christ, we are convinced that if we are to reach our city, our world, with the gospel of Jesus Christ, we need the fire of the Holy Ghost ignited within us, a burning desire to see that which is bound in heaven to be bound on earth, to see that which is loosed in heaven to be loosed here on earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Lord, ignite us with Holy Ghost fire. <laughs> mm. Every one of our staff have shared with you throughout the day today that they want you to be ignited. They want something to ignite inside of you. And I'm preaching to you this morning and tonight that the stirring up of that gift that is within you will be what you need in 2022. Without the power of the Holy Ghost, I cannot guarantee what your year will be. But I can assure you that if you have the power of the Holy Ghost, it will not matter what comes your way. The Holy Ghost will get you to the other side. And if the Lord allows you to live throughout this year, the power of the Holy Ghost will be what gets you to next. It will be the igniting of His Spirit in your life. You can't desire for someone else until you've had it yourself. You can't give it to someone else. You can't, you can't force someone else to have it. You can't make someone desire it. The only person that you can change is you. And you are the one that needs to be ignited. And I can guarantee you in 2022, 
if you are ignited with the Holy Ghost, there is absolutely no limits to what God will do in your life, in your family's life, in this church, and in this city. Mm. I feel like smacking the enemy right in the face. Why don't we have a little bit of music? Royal Rumble music. No, I'm just teasing. I just feel like there's ticking time bombs sitting all across this building. Not trouble, not tribal, not trouble time bombs. People ready to explode on behalf of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. People who said, Pastor, 2022 is here, 2021, for some was a disaster. For some, they just want to forget 2021. And I understand. All across this building, there's people desiring a greater 2022. There's something churning in the spirit in this room that if everybody caught what that is, what's churning right now, and allow the Holy Ghost to ignite in your life what He wants to do, I can guarantee you there is absolutely no limit to what God will do for you, through you, because of you. Oh. Mm. I was sharing this morning one wonderful brother on the way out. I was being gentle by talking about squeezing a little bit of diesel on the fire. He said, we just threw gas on the fire. Yeah, that, I mean, there's all kinds of explosions that happen with that. So I thought, I, I didn't share everything this morning either. We used to gather up, spray paint cans, hairspray cans. I mean, it's quite amazing when you throw those into the fire. What happens? Maybe I, this is on video, so online I probably shouldn't share all those things. There was a desire for explosions to take place. <laughs> mm. I kind of get that feeling that there's a, a, a group of people that say, you know what? I just want my life to explode before God. I have no idea what He wants to do through me and because of me, but I'm throwing myself into being ignited before Him. In 2022, I'm giving everything to Him. 
And God, whatever you want to see happen, let it take place. I'm looking for radical Christians. The term has been misused and abused. I'm just looking for people sold out. Nothing else matters. Above all else, I give everything to you, Jesus. Light me on fire and allow my life to be everything you want it to be. Thank you for joining us today. If you want more information, connect with us on our website at missionpoint.ca. God bless you.